You are tuned into the Full Grip Podcast. I'm your host, Alamade, and I am so excited for this episode. If you could not tell from the title, we are talking all about feminine health and steaming specifically as a viable option for cleaning your room, for healing your womb, and just gaining a deeper connection with yourself and your womanhood. So gynecologic conditions such as yeast infections, bacterial vaginosis, endometriosis, polycystic ovarian syndrome, fibroids, and many more are very common in women. But I think the acceptance of these conditions as natural occurrences we have to endure is unacceptable because these conditions impact our quality of life, our fertility, and our maternal health on a generational level. The United States has the worst maternal health outcomes as it relates to morbidity or death compared to other developed countries in this world. To make matters worse, Black women are more likely to be diagnosed with these conditions and experience worsened health outcomes. I am a Nigerian woman. I identify as a Nigerian woman. I identify as a Black woman. And I've been in these states for most of my life. But myself and other immigrants are not safe from these scary statistics. It only takes one generation of living in the United States for these same increased health risks to apply to immigrant black women. Now, black women especially and other women of color experience the worst health outcomes for several reasons. One of them is the delayed diagnosis and treatment because of implicit biases at the point of care delivery. So things like doctors having a a false perception of the amount of pain we can tolerate, you know, thinking that black women can take way more pain than white women, and just the social determinants we face on a daily basis that prime us for poor health and more severe presentation of illnesses. Now, if you're listening, you may not be one of those women that has lady issues, and that's a blessing. But the reality is that many women have experienced a gynecologic condition, and many more have chronic diagnoses. This is all very disheartening because gynecologic practice was rooted in making sure enslaved women were fit and sound for their masters in the slave trade. It was founded by white male doctors who didn't even want to treat women, let alone treat womanly conditions. These white male doctors basically performed invasive experiments on enslaved women with little care for their pain and actually treating their ailments. So shout out to Anarka, Lucy, and Miss Betsy because y'all paved the way for so much gynecologic discovery. So these unethical practices against blacks and women in general continue to this day to the point that the scope of maternally focused biomedical and clinical research is limited. Most studies are focused on cancer or conditions that are related to childbirth. Our value is not only rooted in childbirth, and that needs to change. Additionally, there is a huge lack of equity in research and treatment of conditions that disproportionately affect Black women. For these reasons, many gynecologic conditions share the characteristic of pathogenic ambiguity, meaning that their causes are unknown. The lack of specificity leads to treatment and diagnostic discordance between providers, but ultimately women are left to suffer. I'm not here to make you feel like we're doomed. There is a path forward, I promise. 
I'm here to give some tips and holistic suggestions on how to combat some of these ailments. So to start with the basics, I don't think many people know this, but you have to get extra rest during your cycle. Extra rest helps to regulate your menstrual and ovulation cycle, and it also gives your body the time and energy to work out everything that's going on. You can better track the color of your blood and just your body's natural movements and fluctuations so you have better knowledge of it. We're going to have a separate episode talking about your cycle, how long it's supposed to last, the fact that you're not supposed to have cramps every month and things like that. But I'm not going to spend too much time on that because, as I said, it's an immense topic and it would take so much time. But second, what you eat matters. Your gut health is indicative of your microbiome and the more vegetables you consume, the better. There have been scientific studies that show that your gut health affects your mental health, your vaginal health, and just your overall health period. You don't have to go full plant-based, but a good rule of thumb that I was advised to do was to make sure that at least half of my meal consists of vegetables. Adding fermented foods and beverages to your diet also helps with delivering probiotics that help maintain a healthy gut. So things like yogurt, if you eat dairy, and my personal favorite is kombucha. I just make sure I drink a cup with each meal and I drink a lot of water throughout the day in between time. So third, only let clean things in and around your nether regions. We want to minimize the amount of bad bacteria and external agents that could disrupt your microbiome and your pH balance. I'm talking about your hands before you touch your own body, your clothes, your the menstrual products that you use, and most importantly, your partner's body parts and toys. I'm not in the business of urging hygienic practices in women while neglecting their sexual partners, especially when they are of the male species. Many men do not have the most hygienic practices and you have every right to sit them down and have a talk about washing their hands and washing their body properly if they want to have sexual interactions with you. On the note of clean products, there are a few things I must announce. Please get rid of your scented products, your pads, your tampons, your soaps, sprays, powders, bath bombs, all those things that have a scent to them and don't have organic ingredients, right? Instead, use cotton products and organic menstrual products. You can find these at Walmart, at Target. They have inexpensive brands. They have higher end brands, but there are options out there. Also, use unscented and natural soaps. My personal favorite is Dr. Bronner's Baby Formula. It lasts a long time. You can dilute it if you need to, but some people don't even use soap on their vulva at all. So like you don't need it, but if you're going to use soap, do not get it inside of you and really use something that's unscented. Next thing, get rid of douches. Like do not use them. It's you're not supposed to put anything inside of you. I'm going to stress this several times throughout this podcast and that's just the end of it. Yanni detox pearls. Again, this is something that does not need to go inside of you. Although this podcast is talking about herbal steams, I am not advocating you directly putting these herbs inside of your body. The steam allows the medicinal properties of the herbs to travel 
past your vulva into your vagina up to your cervix and to your uterus. I'll get into why the detox pearls are a mess later on. The fourth rule is to protect yourself first. If you are sexually active or considering becoming sexually active, I don't care if you identify as heterosexual, homosexual, or the entire spectrum, use condoms. STDs and pregnancies are a huge deal, but they are not the only things you should be afraid of. Contact dermatitis or rashes is real. Parasites are real. Your partner's sweat or semen can cause bacterial vaginosis and so much more. Use every protective measure at your disposal. With that, get tested regularly. I don't care if you've known Carlos, Jack, or Quan since you were 13 years old or if he's been your boyfriend for the past six months, 10 years. I do not care. Get tested regularly. And if you and your partner are sexually active, there should be no problem in them getting tested regularly with you. Your health should be your top priority and you should not leave such a great responsibility up to your partner, especially if you don't know their health record or how they prioritize their sexual health. There's too much at risk. Now to the meat of the convo Why we're here, vaginal steaming, yoni steaming, and other terms and buzzwords out there. Herbal steams are an ancient practice from African and Asian cultures where herbalists and healers would use this practice to clean wombs. When I spoke to my mother trying to learn more about steaming months ago, she told me that it used to be a common practice for Nigerian women to steam after they gave birth because it would rid the body of blockages and anything that was left behind from childbirth. In many cultures around the world today, it is seen to be unsanitary if you give birth to a child and do not steam after. So other cultures have similar uses as this. But many more use herbal steams to cleanse the womb and to heal the womb and as just regular maintenance practice. Herbal steams have been a successful treating option for women with ailments such as vaginal dryness, infertility, PCOS, bacterial vaginosis, endometriosis, and so much more. As I mentioned before, herbal steams allow steam to rise past the vulva into your vagina up to your cervix and this basically increases blood circulation infusing the steam with various healing herbs further assists the body in releasing blockages from things like past menstrual cycles past births abortions so many different things and traumas that get trapped in your womb and just hope your womb heal from different illnesses. Now you may say, the vagina is self-cleaning, why do I need this? The vagina is self-cleaning, but it is not self-healing. These herbs help your vagina, your body, your womb heal naturally. Many doctors that practice Western medicine denounce steaming because it's not backed by scientific research. But we've already discussed why that is. Nancy at Harvard is not going to be quick to research something that she cannot identify with. It's not part of her culture and it's not something that she can profit from. Steaming is relatively inexpensive and it would give so many women autonomy in 
taking care of themselves. Additionally, when steaming is done incorrectly with the wrong protocol or with just the wrong herbs, you can do more harm than good. For this reason, I suggest going to steamychick.com. The founder of this site basically trains women all around the world and even licensed medical professionals on how to set up a steaming protocol and how to cater these protocols for different women and their different needs. The site also sells prepackaged herb bundles for various needs, but I use the same site to find a licensed steaming practitioner in my area rather than buying a prepackaged bundle. Now, this site has a search portal that allows you to specify the type of practitioner you want to find if you want them to be like a chiropractor for example they would have already been a chiropractor that got this additional steaming training you basically see a whole list or directory of them see um how long they've been practicing and things like that and you have the right to choose who you want to work with all my guide asked me to do was to fill out a questionnaire that provided detailed information about the past six months of my menstrual cycle when I initiated the service. And the questionnaire asked about my life in general, about my menstrual cycle, and just any specific concerns that I had. This helped her find indicators for things like the amount of heat, dampness, and blockages in my body. And this is stuff I never thought about. And it helped her create a protocol with that protocol, she was able to tell me how long to steam, what herbs to use, the diet that would best fit my needs, and just different things like that. So my specific protocol can be used if I sense any abnormalities. It's used to regulate my menstrual cycle or as it's supposed to be called, my ovulation cycle, and just for monthly cleansing. Each woman's case will differ, so I think it's really worth investing in finding a practitioner that can cater your protocol to your needs. I paid a one-time flat rate to get her guidance and I bought the herbs that I was going to use myself. I was living in Pennsylvania at the time and there's this um, vendor called Pen Herb Company that's really nice. You can go in there but they also have an online website that I think ships all around the country. They sell organic herbs. So I was able to buy all the herbs that I needed at prices that I think were relatively inexpensive in bulk for less than $40 and they lasted me months. So in total, when I initiated my steaming journey, I spent around $200 and that's because I bought a separate pot for my steaming and I didn't have to buy any steaming apparatus. Like I already had a box that I could use and sit you know, sit my pot in and sit over top. But you can spend even less than I did because some people use chairs and get creative on how they set up their steams and even make their own steaming stools. So get creative with that. And now it's to the point that I only buy new herbs every four or five months, spending less than $40. So it's just a win-win situation. And I don't think that's expensive at all for me to be able to manage my own feminine health, right? So personally, steaming has helped me so much. I used to have terrible premenstrual syndrome, like bad cramps, throwing up, boo-booing at the same time. That may be TMI, but it's really real out here. I used to be really moody, but 
my cycle has been regulated and that happened after the very first month of me steaming. My cycle now lasts 28 days and I only bleed for four. And I do not have any cramping. I don't get yeast infections. I don't get BV. I don't get anything. And I just make sure that I do this before or after my cycle each month to deeply cleanse my womb. It's a form of self-care. It feels amazing and I just enjoy doing it. Now, if steaming is not sounding like your gig, I still advise like finding a practitioner and getting advice on what herbs could help you and how they'll help you. I ask a lot of questions and I really ask like, okay, what does dampness mean? What does heat mean? Like what causes this and which herbs will help with each thing that you're telling me is going on with my body. And she answered all those questions. My herbs can be used in a bath. So if you don't want to go through the trouble of setting up and getting a pot, you can literally clean out your bathtub and just put these herbs in a, a cotton bag and put them in there. Just do like some tea and you just take a tea bath. Now, this may not be an option for everybody, but I'm pretty sure it will be. And it really just depends on what your practitioner says and based on your needs, your concerns and things like that. But by no means should you be sticking any herbal pearls or sacs inside of your body, inside of your vulva. It just disrupts your microbiome and any secretions that come out as a result of a yoni pearl, as I've seen on so many YouTube videos, is a result of that pearl. It's not a result of any pre-existing conditions. It may even exacerbate any pre-existing conditions you have. I personally am anti-putting anything inside of my body, even menstrual products. I understand that some people prefer tampons, but it really introduces foreign agents to your body. Certain menstrual products are extremely terrible for the environment. It's hard to be sustainable when talking about feminine care, especially because pads and cotton products have a lot of waste. But even though pads aren't the most environmentally sustainable options for period care, they allow your lady to do her thing in the most natural and hygienic way. So I would consider going back to the basics and literally just getting cotton pads. As I said, I want to have a whole separate episode on just period care alone, getting these terms right on vulva versus vagina, on menstrual versus ovulation and understanding the differences between all those things and why proper period care is important. So I hope I've debunked some myths associated with steaming and that you are not leaving this episode feeling helpless or less empowered about your feminine health. Steaming has helped so many women before our time conceive children, heal their wombs, and just better connect with their bodies and womanhood in the most beautiful way. I've connected with my body in the most beautiful way and now I feel great knowing that every month I can do something to make sure that I'm taking extra care of myself. I don't know where I saw this so many years ago, but the same amount of care and attention we give to taking care of our face is the same amount of care and attention we should give to taking care of our womb, of our of our uterus, of our vulva, of our vagina. Like It's so important. We have every right to have non-invasive options and culturally competent care when it comes to our womanhood. I don't know if I was clear, but you don't have to have a condition to steam. You can just be doing it to make sure you're deeply cleansing. You can just be doing it 
as a form of relaxation. You can just be doing it as a form of connecting with your body, revamping your your sexual urges, getting everything back in proper flow. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you use this as a method to take back your power. I will speak to you soon.